Oh, from the pictures, we had a great, great time. Uh, I didn't know anybody took a picture of us, Cooper, having that really serious conversation. And I didn't, I don't know that I've, you had your coconut bra on still. And I didn't even notice that till the picture. And I thought we were, that was a really great conversation. We were talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and like he was all into it and I was into it. And then you're dressed up as a hula guy. That's what camp is, I guess, you know? Uh, so we had a great, great time. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. And, uh, just really, really a good time. I had the opportunity to be in the kids camp all week. And so all of the pictures and the videos that you saw with the colorful lights and the smoke, that was actually the kids camp, not the youth camp. Uh, so that, that, they had an awesome setup for kids this year and the whole team going into kids camp, uh, we just kind of brainstormed and, and came up with the idea like, how come we've made kid, kids camp like this, like, kitty thing? Like, how come we don't, how come we don't make the transition from kids to youth a smoother line? Like, let's not go from singing, um, Father Abraham and then throw them in and say, now you're going to sing all of Bethel worship music, you know. Uh, let's teach them how to be worshipers at a young age. Let's, let's, let's like show the kids that they're so valuable that they're worth putting on the most amazing camp, and let's make the youth wish that they were in our camp. So that's kind of what we went with. And uh, not that it's about lights. Listen, it's not about lights. It's not about all of that. Uh, but we we had the opportunity of having somebody lead us in worship there that was so good. We did some videos. She was on the keyboard, and she just brought God's presence in a way that was so powerful. And watching small children from third to sixth grade just enter in and worship Jesus uh, was amazing. One of my favorite days was actually the last day when we had nothing. There was no lights. There was no backdrop. Everything had been taken down because it was the last day. And it was just Melinda, who's another senior pastor, on her keyboard. And uh, she was singing, and she just stopped playing. And it was just the sound of children's voices singing to Jesus. And it was the most powerful thing. It was just so precious listening to them really worship. And, uh, and it was good for them to see, hey, you know what? They didn't need the lights and the smoke and it to be dark. They, they were worshiping with all the tarps off the windows and just somebody standing up there with a keyboard on a dirty floor, you know, <laughs> the last day of camp, and they, they got it. They got to be worshipers. Uh, so it was a really, really great time in kids' camp. We had, a, we had a good time. I spoke every morning, and then we had another children's pastor from Guymon, Oklahoma, who spoke every evening, and uh, it was a great, great time. And our kids uh, were really empowered. Evan or Keegan, do you guys want to share anything from your time there? You don't have to, just asking. Evan and Keegan were actually, they were the, the only third graders. So they just put them in with the fourth through sixth graders. So they got to have the full camp experience from uh, the beginning in the morning to the end of the night. And then they just came back to our rooms to sleep. And we got to go play with them and get talked into going down the nasty water slide. And uh, it was good. I mean, did you notice how black that water was? Yeah. You know, you, you get down to the end to the little pool and it's like almost solid down there. It's like really gross. Uh, but it was, it was really good time. And being in the mountains was awesome. I've never worn jackets at church camp before. So that was, that was amazing. Uh, every morning I was a little chilly and had to put on jackets. So we, we just enjoyed the time tremendously. So I don't know, John, do you want to, oh, you want to say something? Okay. 
Hey, I want to I want to say something about kids camp. Um, you know, I've I've helped with kids camp before, and I didn't I wasn't really helping this year. But here's the deal: I've never been to camp and said, you know what, I want to go into the worship with the kids. I mean, that really touches my heart because I had kids in there where I was like, you know what? I'm like, Katie, here, you can watch early. I'm not going to the the big worship. I want to go to the kids' worship because the presence of God was so strong. And also to be with your own kids worshiping Jesus. Oh, that's something special. But the anointing, Melinda... Uh, she is a, a recording artist as well as a senior pastor's wife, Melinda McGlasson. She has her own album and does small tours around Texas. Um, you know, she brought the presence of God. She's just just loves Jesus so much that she gets close to Him and He wants to get close to her. And just you know, it's it's contagious. And so I was so encouraged about what God was doing in our kids' camp. There's lots of great ministry, but they were exposed to the fullness of the of the spirit. So that's my testimony for now. I might share when I preach later. So Well, this is my first time going back to family camp since I was a camper. So it was a whole new experience being in leadership. I actually um was forgotten about by the leadership. They didn't even know uh how to use me and Bethany when we got there. Uh but we were dorm monitors and Typically, the dorm monitors were also nation leaders. You saw them up on stage. Um, they were praying over the nation a couple, the last two nights we prayed over the nation. So Bethany and I just got to hang out and kind of float around and keep points for the games and do the dorm monitors. And it was a lot of fun. We got to be involved in some of the behind-the-scenes things that happened at camp that you never know about as a camper. So that's good. But it was a lot of fun. As you saw, we were wearing... Backwards day where we had our crisscross going on where our shirts were backwards and everything and then we had Hawaiian day Which is where all the lays and t-shirts and stuff and then we also had superhero day That's why Bethany's face was painted up the way it was so we had a good time. Uh, we did that just to try to bring some uh, Some fellowship within our students. It was just our church who did that but what was was awesome is that many of the churches started to try to participate and we brought extra lays Lisa and and uh, Katie brought extra lays to, and I think Ashley too, um, to try to get everybody involved. And, and we were some trendsetters out there. We started a game, and uh, people, the whole camp was playing the game. Even the kids at the end of that week, they were playing the game along with us. So we're a bunch of trendsetters in this church. So leaders, not followers, you know. But I'm going to let these guys um, go ahead and go first. If any of you want to share a testimony of what God did in your life, or something that, that you were able to experience at camp, come on up. Don't be shy. So uh, camp was a really cool experience. Uh, I went earlier in men's retreat, and I already felt super close to God, closer than I've ever been. And so I kind of went to camp expecting just to stay on that spiritual high and not get any closer, or any further. And uh, the first night of worship, we decided that we weren't just going to wait till the last day to get close to God and just go all out. We went all out on the first day. Uh, we all ran up and started worshiping and praising. And there's, you could feel the Holy Spirit in that room. It was really amazing. Um, and to me, uh, God really touched me because 
when God told me to do something, I always took it as like a suggestion, and I never, I trusted Him in some aspects of my life, but I just kind of kept some parts of my life, like my phone or whatever, to myself, and uh, I didn't want to give that up. And so uh, during church camp, He really laid it on my heart that He gave me everything I have, and that. All I am is his, and so I really put my trust into him and gave all my aspects of my life to him, and I want to start following him a lot closer than I have before. Praise God. Anybody else? Jay? Well, this was my first time at church camp, and to be honest, I really wasn't expecting much other than, you know, social benefit, meet some new people. I mean... Granted, I knew we'd be in worship and stuff, but it was really like the second or last day that it really, really hit me. Um, he did an altar, the pastor did an altar call, and he called us up and he said, if y'all are ready to give your hearts and everything you have to Jesus, come up to the front. And everybody went up and he was like, no, 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 I don't think you understand what I mean. And so he sent us all back and he's like, <laughs> he goes, no, I mean everything. Like, it's all to him. You, nothing for yourself, it's all to God. So he called us back up, and then everybody, maybe even more than the first time, came up. And to me, that was really powerful. And I came up there, and I broke down in tears, which I really don't hardly ever cry. But, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was amazing. And, you know, to get up, and I fell back to my knees because the presence of God was so strong in my heart. It's absolutely amazing. Out of the nine that went to camp, uh, five, this was their first time going to our family camp. And so it was a really awesome experience to watch them just learn how to get into the presence of God. So, Paula? Um, just same as John, it was my first time going, my very first time. I just have to say that it was amazing. It was like the best time I've had in forever. But... Um, as John was saying, as we went up to the altar, I also broke down in tears. I, the presence of God was so strong, and like I felt something that was on me. So, like, it was something so powerful was on me, just got lifted away. Now the weight on my shoulders just went away. It was the best feeling I've ever had. And after that, after since then, <clears throat> sorry. I now I feel so free. I feel like I could touch the sky. I feel like I could fly. That's how amazing. That's how God's presence helped me. This is how God helped me in my life. And thank you to my wonderful mother <laughs> for bringing me to church. Good stuff. At church camp on the last night, um, he did a did the altar call, like John said, and um, I had these chains holding holding me back, chains holding me back, and they were all my sins. And he told us to write them all down on a piece of paper, and so we went to the campfire and like threw them in the fire and. After that, I just felt free from all my sins.
I'm not sure if I've told everyone here what happened to me a couple um, months ago at school, but ever since then, I've kind of felt left out of everything. I've kind of felt really insecure. So when I went to camp, I just was kind of still in my funk, but I felt a little better going to camp. I got to see some of my really close friends from the past. I made some new friends. And because of that, I don't really have my insecurities. And I just, like, I felt really close to God because I just got to make those new friends. I feel like I belong somewhere again. And for the first time ever, I can say I have a really good life. And I'm really happy with everything I have. I feel... I don't feel any hatred for the first time in my life. I'm not angry about anything. I'm just happy. Kennedy's not here this morning um, because she's got the stomach bug that's been going around. But she um, begged me. I was like walking out and I hear her screaming down the hallway, Mom, Mom, please share my testimony. Okay, honey, which one do you want me to share? Um, but they were talking about the last night, um, you know, how he talked about, you know, if you want to give your heart, you know, if you want to commit yourself to the Lord. And she said that uh, he used the scripture of um, Abraham when he was sacrificing Isaac and um, how, you know, he trusted the Lord and. I wasn't there for it, so this is just what she's sharing to me. And so, um, you know, like I said, they made them all go sit back down and, like, really understand the sacrifice, you know, that if you're going to follow me, this is the sacrifice that it's going to take. And um, so she responded, I guess, and she went home, and um, she was unpacking her stuff, and she uses coconut oil in her hair and the coconut oil had leaked like all over her bag it was like on everything and as she's like digging through her bag she comes across her bible and her bible is like completely untouched by the coconut oil she said everything else was covered except for her bible and she says she picks it up and like throws it on the bed and it just like you know flops open and she goes and looks at it and it's the scripture of abraham sacrificing isaac on the altar and she said she has always struggled getting in the word. She struggled, like, you know, I make them do journaling and soap and all that stuff, and they get angry with me about that. Um, and so it's just like I've just tried to instill, like, get in the word, get in the word. And um, she's always been resistant to it. Um, but in that, she, the, she said that the Lord just showed her, like, there's life in here, like there's life in here and I want you in my word. And so ever since then, like she's got this Bible reading plan and is just like really, um, intentional and getting in the word. Um, because God did good stuff in her heart. Oh, do you want me to go ahead and share my testimony too? Okay. So, uh, Hey, Kennedy, Kennedy. get my, Thing. So uh, we were in the adult service in the morning, which was amazing. And camp this year was different for me because I wasn't the youth leader. And so it was kind of awkward because I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Um, but John and Bethany were awesome. I'm so thankful for them, guys. Y'all just, they are awesome. Um, so I got to go into the adult service since I wasn't with the kids, the youth. And um, the very first day... Uh, 
One of the first things that the pastor that was preaching said that is that she, he's like, get out your notes and write this on the top. I have God's attention. And Shane and I have gone through an ordeal over the last year and a half, two years, and lots of struggles, lots of challenges and trials. And through that, like, I felt like I was just like, God, God, where are you? Like, you know, do you see what's going on here? Like, please. Like, you know, just like begging and crying out. And when he said that, it just pierced my heart. Like, why did I forget that? You know, like he was there. And then he talks about how, um, you know, before we were even, um, before our moms even knew that they were pregnant with us, God knew where we were at. Like he knew every detail. He was there knitting us together. And then in Psalm 56, it says, I brought it up because I wanted to share it. Sorry, it's got a load. It says, you keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. And he just talked about, like, God knows our hearts. He knows our struggles. Like, he's not just sitting up there watching, like, going, sucks for you. You know, he's, like, there intimately with you, you know, like, walking with it through you. And it just, like, relieves something in my heart. So I just want to encourage you, like, if you feel like you're alone, you're not. You have God's attention right now. He is so... Just like right next to your side, walking through that. You are not alone. Don't ever, ever, ever feel like that. Um, and so that was just a, a freeing thing for me. Just to, And it's like something, you know, I've been a Christian for a, a while. Like, you know, it's nothing new, but it was just good to be reminded of that. So I want to remind you, you have God's attention. Um, he did a lot of other things, but that was like the main one that I wanted to share with you guys. This is my first year at camp since I've been 12. So this was really great. It was a really great experience. I love the mountains. And so um, before church camp, talked to Katie and Ashley. Um, I was struggling with some things that are going on between my sister and my niece. And I was really having a hard time with it and just sad. And I kept saying that I feel like there's this train wreck that's going to happen. And they reminded me about speaking those things. Don't be speaking stuff like that over the situation. And so being at church camp, he talked about mentoring and it reminded me that, you know, I was really the first in my family to truly give all to God and, and release things and start living the way God wanted me to live and realizing that he loves me. And I've been able to speak that over my niece Guys, she used to roll her eyes and go, Aunt Lisa's talking about Jesus again. And so it became a big joke. And the next thing I know, she's coming to Bible, v, uh, VBS. She's given her life to, at VBS. And so it reminded me that God has placed me as her mentor in her life, that I am doing some good there. And so now he talked about being a mentor horizontally and then having a mentor above you that can speak into your life. And I thought, now's the time for me to start being a mentor for my sister and that whole situation. So I really enjoyed the adult class. That was really great to have someone speaking into our lives and it not just be you're going to church camp and hanging out with the kids and the kids being fed. It was really great. But even like they talked about the night that he asked us to give to sacrifice and just going back in him real, you know, saying Abraham was willing to sacrifice his son because God told him to. And it makes you stop and think, could I do that? Would I do that? That's what God's asking of me. 
And so, like they said, everybody came to the front. I went to the front, and there was not a dry eye in that place. John and some of the other people were flat all the way, bodies flat on the ground. Some of us were face down in the floor, and just the atmosphere in that place was amazing. And just to hear people crying out and those things being released, and then I just started bawling. It was like it was so easy. He just created this beautiful atmosphere for you to just let it go and just let it, just let it go and then realize that the sacrifices that you need to make. And so I'm challenging you youth and I'm challenging me. Don't forget what we let go at church camp and don't forget what we told God we were going to do. We're going to sacrifice for him. And that goes for all of us. And then all of you here that didn't go, think about what you need to sacrifice for God and let it go and do it daily. Don't let work make you pick it back up. Don't let life or Satan make you pick it back up. Give it to God because he wins. He wins. Preach on. Preach on. Camp was, uh, was an amazing experience. The first night we got to the worship session, we drove in on Sunday and we kind of had some downtime and then we went straight to dinner and then worship. And the, the, all the students went to the front, you know how they do, and jumping around. And I watched our students and they went off to the side. And I kind of stayed in my chair and kept an eye on them just to watch because we had five new ones who had never been to camp and they've never been exposed to that. So I wanted to see how they would react. And they were more timid than they were at the end. You know, they were raising their hands, kind of looking around, checking. But on the last night, even probably 24 hours into that atmosphere, our camps, our, our students were going for it. They were, were praying over people. We had one girl, Chloe. She's not here this morning, I don't think. I didn't see her. She's so small, though. You can miss her easily. Um, she came up and received prayer for her knee because it was bothering her. She got healed and it, it just was done like that. And John came up and, um, and then John started going off and praying for people. And it was like awesome. Cooper was praying for people. I mean, it was just an amazing thing to see the, the atmosphere really just begin to release our students into who they are in Christ. And so that was a blessing for me as a youth pastor to watch you guys. And I'm so proud of you for engaging with God and, and seeking his face. And I just want to let you know that, that Christ is for you. And that we can do this. You know, it doesn't have to be a two-week Jesus high and we're done. We can do this. And we're going to continue to push forward for God's glory in our life. Amen. One of the coolest things that happened at camp um, that I was so grateful for was the second to last day. You know, we the morning schedule is breakfast. And then we would go to a 9 o'clock worship service. And then at 11 o'clock, it was supposed to be family fun, which was awesome. Um, the students... The adults, the youth, everybody at camp went and played games together, which was the first time at family camp we've ever done something like that. So that was really cool that we actually incorporated the family and the values there to see that. And they were really pushing youth, mentor the students, adults, mentor the youth type thing, the trickle-down thing. But on the second to last day, we opted out of the family fun time because Jared, our leader, decided to do something a little bit different. He wanted to have a panel of pastors sit up in front of all the students and they asked difficult questions. 
and for the students to have an opportunity to ask the difficult questions that they might be hearing at school or for us to ask them difficult questions see how they respond. And one of them was, if God is so good, why does evil exist in the world? You know, that's a deep theological question. I mean, you go to school to learn how to answer that question. And our students did an amazing job, not just these students, but all the students did an amazing job embracing that and really starting to engage in that conversation. Um, the pastor of panels was very, you know, nobody really disagreed, so it wasn't arguing. It was a very teachable moment. And then we went on to a step further of a more difficult, how do we handle homosexuality in our high schools? How do we handle this identity crisis? And these are conversations that our students are having or that are, that are being put in front of their face every day with media, but the church is not addressing. And I was so thrilled when one of the girls asked that question. And I was like, finally, we can talk about this issue. And, uh, and it was amazing just to watch those things. And we did it twice. And both times the conversations were just really fruitful. But it was really good because that's what you know we're trying to do in the Wednesday night studies is create open dialogue that if the students have questions, stuff like that, that they can just freely ask like, hey, I have a homosexual friend. I'm trying to share Jesus and they don't understand it. I don't know how to do it. What do we do? And then out of that, we can teach a Bible series or out of that, the lessons come instead of it just being kind of dry sometimes, you know. So I was really thankful for that. That was one of my favorite things that we did at camp. And then, you know, you've heard it mentioned already, but... The last night of camp was something else. I've never been in a meeting like that. Um, you know, if you were here when the Poland team gave their testimony, the Holy Spirit just fell. I hear it wasn't as strong as that from Pastor John, but for me it was the strongest I've ever been in. It was just really just an atmosphere that I've never been in. And it really touched me because if you've heard me preach here recently, you've heard me tell the story of like when my dad died, um, I went through a really hard time. And God asked me three questions. The first one was, do you believe I'm still good? And it took me time, but I eventually got to the where I could answer that question seriously. Yes, I believe you're good. And that helped me answer the student's question of, if God is good, why is there evil? You know, it was during that time I really settled that in my life. And the second question he asked me happened in the middle of the night. I was up late and I was reading the Bible and I just so happened to be reading the story of Abraham in Genesis about to sacrifice Isaac. And God asked me, do you trust me? This was two years ago. Do you trust me? Can you give even the promises I gave you? Because Isaac was the promise to Abraham. He said, I'm going to make you a great nation. It's going to be through your descendants. Isaac was that descendant. And then he asked Abraham, go kill Isaac. Go, go sacrifice him. Go lay him on the altar for me. And so the question God was asking me is, your greatest desires in your heart, the promises that God has given you, can you trust me with those, even if I ask you to give them up? And get rid of your rights, get rid of like, but God, you said, you told me, but trust in him, because he's good. He's good. So God asked me if I could trust him. And then I started dealing with fear, was the third one, is what are you afraid of? So that last night at camp, I had a word for camp for like three days and I, that last night I got up and shared it and it was about fears, about the giant of fear in our lives and overcoming that and, and the struggle that we have of man. And then I said something that I didn't even know I was going to say. Has that ever happened to you guys? You just open your mouth and you're like, oh, that was good, man. Uh, that was real good. But I said, 
Maybe you guys struggle with the fear that when you go out to pray, God's not going to come through. He's not going to meet you on the other end of that prayer. And that hit me like a hammer. That mo- Getting up and giving that word, I think, was more for me than it was for the students because I realized in that moment, I'm afraid that God's not going to be there when I pray. So I go back, do I trust Him? And then I have to go back and, what's His character like? He's good. Because He's good, I can trust Him. And because I trust Him, I don't walk in fear. And so He gave the altar call, and we... You know, he's, it's the moment of camp. You know, everything's leading up to this anthem that you're about to shout. And he's like, come up here if you want to give it all to Jesus. And we're all up there and everybody's, he's like, now go back to your seats. You know, everybody's kind of, what just happened? I thought we were doing this. And uh, he tells the story of Abraham and Isaac. And when he started sharing that, God just, boom, hit me right in the heart. And he said, listen, I, told, I asked you two years ago. You've been feeling this burden on your heart for the last four years. It's time that you stop letting fear keep keeping you from the kingdom, keeping you from what I have. And it's hard. I don't know if I'm even where I need to be, but when we finally went up there, everybody just hit their knees. Everybody. And I knew what God was speaking to me, so I was able to just be at peace in that moment. And I stopped praying. I stopped talking. And I started listening. And there's some 75 students in there with the adults, include or plus the adults. And all across the room, you heard confessions. Lord, help me with my jealousy. Help me with my fear of failure. And I mean, you can just hear it from every student. They're just giving it all out. And there's just pouring their heart out and praying, God, I want you. I don't know how. Help me with my doubt. Help me with, with not understanding how this works. Like, and it was such a beautiful moment, and it just built for like, I don't know, we were there probably an hour, I guess, on the on our knees at least. And it didn't stop. It just kept giving it out and pouring it out and giving it all. And then after, after a while, the director of the camp got up, and he had all the students sit in one section. And then he had all the leaders come around and circle them. And we began to pray over this generation. We began to pray for blessing and for releasing of giftings and for callings to come forth. And just encouraging them in the, with our prayers and lifting them up and standing in the gap for them. And it was such a beautiful moment of just believing in our students and just empowering them and saying, listen, we're here for you. We love you. We want to see the best come of your life. And, and that night was just very powerful personally from my own personal testimony, but it was powerful to watch the students get touched by God and to watch our students really engage and even get touched by God and then go pray for somebody. And so camp was amazing. If you guys haven't gone to camp, I challenge you next year, please come to camp. Bring your whole family. I know the finances are difficult. We'll start fi- we'll fundraise right now, you know. <laughs> start saving up right now. The f- and I don't think it's going to get any cheaper, but it's worth it. You know, what is money when you can go and meet God on the mountain? So. Yeah, the worship team can come on up. So uh, we're going to go right into worship. So I'm I'm glad John really kind of clarified.